State of Digital Publishing is a publication and community for digital publishing and media professionals in new media and technology. In this episode, we speak with Charlie Silver, Chairman and CEO of Permission.io, co-founder of Blockforce Capital, about his professional development journey, digital advertising, the control of user data, open APIs for publishers, and the future of cryptocurrency. Permission.io is the leading provider of permission advertising for e-commerce. The company has created the AskCoin to enable individuals to securely grant permission and monetize their data on Permission.io and third-party e-commerce platforms. Advertisers reward shoppers with Ask for interacting with brands and content, building consumer loyalty and trust. Let's begin. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good, thanks. It's, it's good to finally connect. It's been some time since we've done this as well, but it, it's very good to connect with you. It seems like there's a lot of things going on with announcements of a few things in the roadmap and obviously the crypto space is heating up quite a bit and I would love to go through that and permission market advertising a bit more. But before we go into that, Charlie, I'd love just maybe if you could share your background and where Ask is up to, that'd be great. Sure. And uh, I really thank you so much for having me on your show. I've been a career entrepreneur for 30 years. I've been building companies. All have had successful exits. I was an entrepreneur in the early internet era, and I built a company called RealAge. RealAge had 60 million users worldwide. And what it was was a health risk appraisal. We collected over 300 data points about people's health and well-being. And then we told them their real age and how they can be younger, okay? Their real age being their physiological age. Dr. Oz, who took over Oprah's spot on television, I don't know if you have him in Australia, but uh, uh, he was our spokesperson and my partner. So we collected all this data about people's well-being, and then we would ask permission if we can send them information on products and services that would be of interest to them. And it was a very elegant, very high ROI model for our advertisers, which were primarily the big pharmaceutical companies. We sold it very successfully 10 years ago. And subsequently I've started, I got really into crypto started an ETF company. The first blockchain equity ETF, ticker BLCN, was my creation, a hedge fund, and ultimately Permission.io, which is the next generation of permission advertising that I built with RealAge. Now we reward people with crypto versus content and product offerings prior. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, there's there's a lot that's coming out in the space, like stuff join now or karma where they give you cashbacks versus there's cryptos that also give you points based on blocking ads and stuff like that. So I mean, why is there so much of an interest now in the new generation of this technology and, and why 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 is there so much of this reward back to users in your opinion? Well, data and engagement are the most valuable things there are. I mean, every advertiser wants to engage with individuals based on their profile and their data, but the individual who really owns that data is starting to recognize that it has value and that they deserve a cut, you know, that it's time for them to get a cut of the whole value chain 
ecosystem where, you know, advertisers typically pay, you know, Google or Facebook or other platforms, and the user doesn't get any aspect of it. People are opting out with ad blockers, and ROI just continues to drop in the digital ad world. So advertisers recognize that in order to get somebody's data and their engagement, they have to ask permission and reward them with something. And so we really see this as the next generation of digital advertising where advertisers will reward users. And that's everything that we're doing is about building that ecosystem to enable advertisers to ask and reward. I mean, I know it sounds as straightforward as you mentioned with that next tipping point, but I guess from a publishing point of view, advertisers, they've tried to go around it the long way around. Like they've tried to look at contextual advertising to like native advertising or different other methods and stuff. Like, is there something that made the tipping point now that in the past year or two that it's become more mainstream? Or why do you think that it's become so much more crucial to focus on this as a product as well for permission? Well, it's still early, by the way. I mean, this hasn't really changed the world quite yet, but it's about to. And a lot of it has to do with regulation. You're familiar with uh, GDPR, the Global Data Protection Regulation. And then in California, there's the California Consumer Privacy Act. And we're already seeing platforms, particularly Apple. Apple has just this year, made a new policy where if you're an app provider in the app store, one of millions of applications, instead of saying accept cookies or any of this other kind of language, you have to be explicit. And these are Tim Cook's words, not mine. They have to ask permission in order to use data. Well, 90% plus say no. They say no. It's one thing if you say accept cookies. It's another thing if you say, can we use your data? And when it's explicit like that, people opt out and they say no. But, and that's where ASK, our crypto, comes into play. If you reward people, they're much more likely to say yes. And we know that that it's going to improve opt-in rates, orders of magnitude, 10x, could be 100x better once somebody is given something of value that they can use and desire. Charlie, are you able to provide a bit of a, a rundown of how the platform works? There are many, many, many dozens and dozens of use cases that we're building out and that we're taking one at a time. It's not one big solution. It's multiple use cases. So we started on permission.io, where someone can come to permission.io create an account, they can watch videos and ads and earn ASK that are targeted to them. We've launched a browser extension uh, that works on Chrome. As you surf the internet, it will hopefully send you relevant ads that offer you ASK. Next, we are launching, we're in the midst of launching what's called a demand-side bidding platform, which is really the major piece of this whole ecosystem, which is essentially what Google is. It allows any advertiser anywhere in the world to run a campaign, target individuals, and then offer ASK as a reward to click on the ad and share their data. 
So that this is really the big, big component of the ecosystem. It's called the demand side bidding platform. And every advertiser knows what that is. That's how they run their ads online, uh, whether it's through Google or Facebook, or you want to reach anybody, you, you start with what's called a bidding platform, a demand bidding platform. That's what we're launching. And that's really fundamental to our whole system. But then fast forward, we're going to have open APIs for publishers. So you land on a publisher site, they can reward you to sign up for a newsletter, opt in to, you know, whatever they want you to opt in, take survey, email marketing, mobile application. There are dozens and dozens of use cases where an advertiser wants to engage with a user, have the user volunteer to be marketed to and share their data, and then reward them for that engagement. You mentioned that particularly that it's something that was going to be something that would disrupt Google, I guess, on Facebook, because that's sort of what they're doing now with our data. How do you see users that aren't aware of this? How have they overcome the objections towards actually using permission? Like, because there's also been like in the past other types of, you know, like you said, different earlier previous generations of this type of permission marketing. And, you know, the commitment towards constantly using uh, extension or something else that's going to make frictionless for them. They might even forget, you know, so like, what do you see the way in that's going to become a habit for users to continue to use and adopt this? That's a great question. You know, there's two sides of the market. We have to get advertisers to understand that when they ask permission, when they reward users, they're going to get a better ROI. So when they purchase ASK to be part of their ad campaign, they're going to get better engagement and better ROI. So we need the advertisers to buy in, which they are, and we're seeing very good results on behalf of advertisers. And then we need to make consumers aware that ASK is this crypto that they can earn you know, in various ways. So it's a big awareness campaign that has to take place and doing shows like this and getting people, you know, knowledgeable that they can earn crypto for engaging with advertisers. Absolutely. I think as well, correct me if I'm wrong as well, like on the website, you offer your own token. Is that correct? Yeah. Our token is called ask. And when I use the term ask, Literally the it token. means offering ASK or ask as a crypto. So it's like, imagine an ad, you know, that you see in some other environment. Hey, advertiser, you want my data? You got to ask me, ask me, meaning send me some ask and I'll participate and share my data with you. How is the value of that ask coin determined? Like, is that only from the advertiser or is that something that's going to be, have its own? like other cryptos might have its own value it's a free market just like any other crypto you know we just listed it a year ago we're going to be on more and more exchanges we're on BitTrue and bit global right now and a couple of DeFi exchanges but we're about to really expand that network so that's a big part of this is creating more and more liquidity around ask so that's a big part of our job is uh what we have to do yeah, DeFi, I know I've seen particularly DC for crypto, like DeFi because of smart contracts and gaming and obviously the metaverse, all that is fueling a lot of the increased adoption of, of cryptocurrency. 
how do you target that type of audience as well or how do you attract those type of advertisers to adopt that given that there's a lot of other cryptos out there that are trying to do their own projects but also get people to adopt crypto well listen the successful cryptos will be the ones that have a real utility and a real focus in a particular area right and we want ask to be the most widely used reward in the digital advertising world so that advertisers use ASK as a means to engage and get people to opt in and share data, et cetera. So that's where we're focused is all within the digital advertising world. It's just a lot of hard work to get the adoption, you know? Okay, wait a second. What's sort of exciting you at the moment with where Ask that up to? I mean, I know DSP is a big one and I'd love to go a bit more deeper into a bit later, but what else is exciting you at the moment? Well, we launched on our own mainnet. That was a smart decision at the time, but given the options that we have today, we're going to be moving ASK onto Polygon. That's going to be happening in the next 60 days or so. And we're really excited but about that because once we're on Polygon, that opens up a lot more DeFi opportunities and a lot more exchanges and, and just increases our liquidity tremendously. So that's really exciting. I'm super excited about Polygon and, and, and what they bring to the table. You know, this layer two Ethereum with very low fees and very fast transactions. And then, uh, you know, it's all about getting advertisers, getting users and promoting the ecosystem, promoting the whole network. We're bringing on a lot of new investors and it's fun. It's exciting. I mean, we really see this as a fundamental part of Web3. The next generation of the internet is where individuals own their data and are compensated for it, right? That put the individual in control. You know, I'll share my data with Nike, but you know what? I don't want to share it with Microsoft, right? Yeah. You know, you're in control. Right. And that's what it's all about. Uh, from the user's perspective, we want to build out an ecosystem that puts the user in control of their data, who they want to share it with, and based on the compensation that they'll receive. Do you think that, you know, the likes of like the examples that I gave you before about some of the competing tech solutions that are offering rewards in terms of cash or product rewards, like you know, with crypto being like a up and coming currency, typically, how do you see that competition and commoditization playing out? Well, crypto, it's a perfect use case for crypto because crypto is digital, you know, browsers and mobile apps. I mean, everybody's going to have a wallet. Wallets are going to be built into the browsers and yeah. it's just perfectly suited. It's just a great use case for crypto for advertisers to reward people to engage. I just see it happening. I mean, I'm watching it unfold, even though mainstream users aren't really aware that it's happening, but it's happening. I think a few years from now, you know, it's just going to be common that advertisers, every ad that you see will have uh, a crypto reward component in it. This episode is brought to you by State of Digital Publishing, a platform and network for digital publishing professionals. Become a member and receive access to exclusive insights, reports, how-to guides, ready-to-use templates, and other resources for digital publishers. Click Become a Member to learn more.
would it be fair to say like you, you touched upon the wallets like there's the recent announcement of how shopify that added coinbase wallet to allow people to purchase using crypto and all those other things do you think that that's going to be another wallet that you could potentially add to make that a lot more accessible for mainstream users yeah no and going on to polygon i mean there's dozens and dozens of wallets. I mean, we have our own wallet, a permission wallet, but there's going to be wallets that can accept any crypto on any blockchain. You know, the liquidity in the system is just getting started, right? And liquidity comes from ease of use. And it's just going to get easy to use. I mean, now it's still really early adopters, you know, that are used to dealing with addresses and copying and pasting and addresses and you know which is intimidating for you know my mother you know and (laughs) but i really do think that it's going to be like a credit card in a few years it's going to be so easy to use but that's part of uh you know the process of making it super super easy to use to have it really be mainstream i guess one of the things as well that I have notes on is a few months ago, you guys also announced that permissions availability on Google Cloud Marketplace as well. Can you tell me a bit more about that and how you think being on the Google Marketplace, Cloud Marketplace is going to help? That's a good question. I mean, that that we announced that, we made the deal with Google, we got approved by Google. Yep. And then, you know, what happens in our space is things happen very quickly. Uh, you know, that, you know, several months after we, we had that, that was really for people to host a permission blockchain node. So in essence, to be a miner, but we saw the path to decentralization faster by moving to Polygon. So you can still do it. You can host a permission blockchain node, but we're moving to Polygon. So it's not as relevant as it was four or five months ago. Absolutely. Thanks for clarifying that. In terms of looking at it from an advertiser point of view as well, what do they have to do to adopt permission to run that for their own initiatives and to pretty much make that as a crypto for their use case? Well, today it's a managed service, meaning we have to hold the hand of the advertiser to run a campaign. Right. But May timeframe, it will be a total automated any advertiser anywhere in the world can log on to permission ads and run their own campaign. You know, they will never talk to them. They just log on, identify who they want to target and run a campaign. And what makes us unique is that they have to purchase ASK. That's part of the campaign. And that's why ASK is a real market, two-sided market is that advertisers have to purchase it in order to run ad campaigns to use it. Is there any wins you can share with us that is not confidential that you can give an example for advertisers to consider? You know, uh, PayPal and Visa have both uh, had successful campaigns and we're working with dozens of others as we speak that I can't really speak to yet, but uh, we will. That's what we're gonna be announcing is the success of advertisers asking permission. You know, what happens when an advertiser asks permission? Since you can't maybe mention some of the specific case studies, is there like a ROI comparison that advertisers should be aware of that maybe they can achieve? Because like you said, it generates a better ROI yield, like you said. What's the current benchmark that you're seeing? 
Well, we're seeing, you know, all in, if you spend, let's say $10,000 or $100,000 yeah. on a campaign, we're seeing a minimum of 3x better return. Minimum of 3x can be upwards of 10x better. Total cost, how many conversions you get for that cost. Oh, that's interesting. And do you have any data or comparison benchmarks? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, compared to, and by the way, I mean, you're asking the perfectly relevant question. In the next four to six weeks, we're going to be publishing lots of case studies. And that's when all the data will be really, really clear. So, so basically watch this space, no worries. That, that's all good. Well, I guess in looking ahead, Charlie, I guess you mentioned a few of the plans. So DSP was one of them. Are you able to be, go a bit more deeper into that and outline what the roadmap in getting that live for next series? And is there any other things in the roadmap as well that you have that you can share with us? Well, you know, the DSP is huge, but then our own mobile applications, you know, will be soon afterwards. That's the big, big next use case is our own mobile apps and defining that user experience, you know, on your mobile app where the app will be storing your data, you choose who to share it with, and it's going to be very central to the ecosystem. I guess a lot of people are pretty much using their phone now these days to access the web. So is that going to be across all major app stores? And um... Yeah, Android and Apple, and yeah, for sure. You know, it takes a long time to build this stuff. You know, I'd love to have a broader set of use cases, but, you know, it's one thing at a time and and just keep making it better keep optimizing keep optimizing keep optimizing and and that's what we're doing we're here for the long term you know we're super excited about web3 and you know where it's going i'm excited as well like how you explain that like you're then going to go through dsp and then you're literally going to disrupt the current models i think that's very clear on what you're trying to do and it's not easy so Maybe if we touch up on a little bit on the DSP, is there going to be, would there be like a private marketplace and is there going to be disruption of programmatic advertising with that, do you think, or is that going to be something separate? We're tapping into all the existing supply. You know, we're connected to the Google Ad Exchange, to Xander, Pubmatic, all the existing pipes that are already out there. Yeah. You know, we're not disrupting those pipes. We're tapping into them, okay? We're tapping into the whole programmatic ecosystem that already exists, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the reason why I asked as well is because there's, there's always been that conversation with first-party data being priority that maybe even programmatic advertising might be a little bit of a lesser importance, but I guess you're saying that maybe crypto is going to be able to help add more value to that and make that as a more viable. When an advertiser offers ASK or any reward for that matter, you're much more willing to opt in and share your data and offer, you know, and that's how advertisers will be collecting first party data is by rewarding users. And so that's, think of what we're building as an ecosystem for advertisers to reward, you know, and that we've created a crypto to enable that, you know, to serve as the reward. Charlie, just in terms of final words, like what's some of the advice you can give to other entrepreneurs because you have multiple successful ventures and you have your own battle scars as well. Like what's, yeah. and particularly going into a crypto space where it's very of a big mountain climb itself. Like what, what's 
some of the things that you've learned and what's some of the advice you can give to our audience today? Uh, you got to have a thick skin, really thick skin. You got to be able to take punches and get up and, and keep fighting. Is that, is that something you have to naturally have or is that something you can build up, a thick skin? Well, I think it's both. I mean, I think some people naturally have it thicker, but if you don't have it, you can't play in, you know, it's very tough to fight an existing, the status quo, you know, the status quo is deeply entrenched and to challenge it, you got to have a thick skin because 99 out of hundred people are going to say, no, thank you. Now I don't believe hey, uh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to work. And so you just got to keep fighting and you got to be willing to keep, you know, it takes a lot of grit. You know, that's really uh, the number one quality, I think, for an entrepreneur in any space, really. It's just takes a lot of grit and willingness and to think long term, right? No, absolutely. Any final words or notes that you want to share with our audience today? Well, you know, thanks for listening and uh, keep an eye on permission and our crypto ASK. Our mission is to you know, enable people to earn from their data where they haven't been able to do so before. We're going to keep building out more and more use cases, you know, bringing in advertisers. And we really see ourselves as a big part of uh, Web Point uh, 3.0. You know, look for opportunities to earn ASK. I appreciate it, Charlie. Like you said, there's going to be a lot of case studies in six weeks. So we'll definitely add that into the show notes as well. And I just want to thank you for your time. Much appreciated, Charlie. Thank you for your time, and uh, thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by State of Digital Publishing, a platform and network for digital publishing professionals. Become a member and receive access to exclusive insights, reports, how-to guides, ready-to-use templates, and other resources for digital publishers. Click Become a Member to learn more. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the State of Digital Publishing podcast. Listen to past and upcoming episodes across all major podcast networks. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and join our community groups. Finally, visit stateofdigitalpublishing.com for premium information, resources, and become a member today. Until next time.